What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark. With me always is Dave. Hello. Hello, hello. What is happening, Dave? Not a whole lot, sir. Not a whole lot. Just uh, hanging out. Just had some dinner, played a little cards with my parents here, and uh, jumping on a little shooting the shit with yourself. You? I just had dinner with the family, went to Costco. Nice. Now, uh, yeah, ready to record an episode and head to a meeting. Sweet. Very nice. How's your uh, meeting schedule been going? Pretty re- pretty regular? I know you missed, yeah. when I was out there, you missed one or two, but. Yeah, yeah, I missed a couple, but I'm back on track. Yeah, I've been pretty consistent again. Yeah, and uh, it's been good, man. I feel like I'm kind of part of the crew that goes there, and yeah. um, it's nice like, kind of developing some friends and, you know, uh, helping out with service work. I'm enjoying that. And how's that how's that binary coming along? It's a bit thicker today. You know? Oh yes. Right. Nice. Not bad. Very nice. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to form a subcommittee and uh head to some detox centers, some treatment centers, some uh some jails. Yeah, yeah that'll be cool. So right. what's how's new with your week? Do you want me to start? Yeah, you go, you go. Okay, well, um, today at the soup kitchen, I had to Narcan someone. Uh, we had an overdose, and uh, that always messes with me, man. Um, so shook up a bit about that. Uh, so were you were you the one doing it again this time? Like your yeah, second time? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, she was right outside the volunteer entrance, so we seen her, and then she fell over. So we ran out. Checked on her, she started turning, you know, her lips started turning purple, and um, I ran in, I grabbed some Narcan, um, gave her the nasal, two up the nose, did the chest rubs, and, you know, checked her airways, make sure she was breathing. Well, she wasn't breathing that time, but made sure it was clear for her to breathe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got her back. So two, the two nasals did it? Yeah, for her. It was, he, she wasn't, uh, it wasn't as scary as the last one. The last one. Last one took a long time, and yeah. uh, I guess we got we got her pretty quick, which was good. So anyway, got her up and walk in, and she was really disoriented when she came to. But I think there's some silver lining, man, and it's just like how amazing it is to have Narcan, and it just saves lives, and this girl gets another chance to not only live, but that's another chance she has at trying to find a recovery. Yeah. Saying it doesn't matter how many times to me, doesn't matter how many times you overdose, um, recovery is still here and you can find it. Yeah. And she, uh, was she a little more thankful or receptive of the help than the last guy? Yeah. Um, I, the last guy, to be honest, since then has been nothing but nice to me. Like, yeah. uh, he's, I hope so. Yeah, and uh, I think, like, when they come to, they're instantly sick, right? Mm. And they're confused, and, like, he's, you know, if you were, like, completely out of it, and then you just wake, like, snap to it, and you're like, holy fuck, and, like, people are standing over you, you might be a bit mad, too, right? Yeah, I guess, like... But then, <laughs> I don't know, it's really weird, I don't know. When you put it that way, like, 
even like I've woken up just from like a sleep, nothing to do with like drugs or alcohol, like just from a like a deep sleep, and someone wakes me up the wrong way. Yeah, I've been yeah. so yeah. I, I remember one time I made my uh, oldest sister cry. She woke me up by rubbing my cheek. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, just trying to wake you up. Don't like that. Since then, man, he's been, he's been awesome. And, uh, you know, I just, it's really hard to see, man. Yeah. Now, how does it make you feel as far as like continuing to obviously feel good about helping people, but there's a, there's like, does that wear on you at all now? Like the second time, and it's like, um, you feel like almost like better about it. Like not, I don't know. Yeah, I, feel, I felt a little better about it today. Um, and I don't, I don't think like it doesn't like when seeing someone like that. Uh, it, it still wears on you, I guess. But it's, it, I guess it gets a bit easier. I guess like anything, man. Yeah, I guess. I guess the way I was gonna word it was like. For me, maybe like the first time you had done it, perhaps it wears on you a little bit, even more than you maybe perhaps thought. And then you're like, oh, I don't know if I can, I can do this if this happens all the time. And then maybe like the second time it happens where you're like, okay, I feel a little bit better, a little more confident, a little less anxiety about it. So like, oh yeah, so you're, you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. yeah like, um, I remained way more calm. You know, I went in and got the kits and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting all the nasal kits, not doing the injection ones. Um, but I took some home cause like, like I got to remain calm. Like if I'm doing the injecting ones, cause like, I don't want to like fumble it and fuck it up. So I got to make sure I do it right. That's like the main thing about, I don't know. Yeah. Hope I hope I don't have to do it, but yeah. I think, um, it's the sad reality is that it's probably only a matter of time for we got to do it again. Yeah. But I'm more comfortable doing it. And um, I don't mind doing it. I like keep. Uh, some people don't like doing it, and I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah. It's, a no it's a no brainer, man. You get to help someone. Yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say like someone like having hesitation about CPR, but I don't even think it's as. It's not even as hands, not hands on, but not as like. No. Um, personable i think or person i don't know as as like cpr you know what i mean like yeah. i can see how someone cpr is very like very involved with you're really in there with that person or <laughs> breaking ribs and shit like yeah i could see their hesitation on that but anyway you are supposed to perform rescue breathing but oh you are yeah you got to check the airways right but a lot of people don't do. You're supposed to be doing that, like before they get, before you give it to them. Like, like if you have two people, like one person is supposed to be doing that while the other person is getting ready. I believe we might have to edit this out if I'm wrong. Okay. okay. But um, so you go shot in our can, two big, you know, no, no, rescue breathing, and then. Then give them some chest pumps. That for 30 seconds. The chest pumps, they're not back. Boom, another shot in our cans. Repeat. Um, what we have done is check to make sure their airways are clear, give them the Narcan, and then rub their chest and kind of get them too. Mm -hmm. And 
that has worked both times. Nice. I had a I had a CPR guy once say that I think the last one I had, and again, this is not professional advice, but I believe <laughs> you said that like the breaths for CPR, the breaths aren't as important they say anymore. It's just a lot, it's more the the chest pumps that are yeah. really the crucial the crucial yeah, thing. So yeah, do, yeah, if like, there's one thing you're gonna do, like if you don't want to even do the mouth to mouth, then it's like make sure you just do the chest breath, chest compressions. Yeah, so that's a scary experience today. On a lighter note. Yes. That was the first part. That was the most recent thing this week. Before that, this morning, um, I had a cool uh, pre, pre-interview chat with yeah. um, a radio host from my hometown uh, with CBC Newfoundland. So I'm going to be on on the radio talking about our podcast. And I'm a little nervous for it. I don't know why. We, we chat all the time here. And uh, uh, I, think it's, I think it's only natural. Yeah. Um, it's live on the radio. So I've really got to turn my filter on. Um, you know, sometimes I drop F bombs, right? And so I'm going to have to filter it. And you know what, man? Like, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm very open about my addiction, obviously. And I, you know, we create this or we put out episodes so we can end the stigma. And even in the back of my mind, man, like, I don't know if you felt this way when you did your Pepsi presentation, but even in the back of my mind, I was like, man, what are people going to think when they hear it? Oh, yeah. 100%. And, um, I don't know. That gets to me sometimes. And I kind of got to, like, have a chat, like, internal conversation where I'm like, who cares, man? You can help people. Yeah. But have you also had like your your kind of like your mindset almost flipped a little bit where you're so into the promotion of you know sobriety or um, the addiction awareness breaking the stigma that you kind of forget there's people out there that will actually like maybe judge you or like potentially not hire you for a job or like stuff like that doesn't even cross my mind anymore. But then it's like, it's the reality is like, there, you know, there probably is people, there are people out there that will hold that yeah. against you. Yeah. And I come back to it, Dave. That's an awesome point, man. Um, I come back to it in my head and I'm like, you know, the people who matter in my life are supportive. Yeah. And that's always what it comes back to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, I got my boys. Um, my family and what else you need yeah yeah like on my res- like on my resume i i uh for my last job like my cut co- where i where i applied i don't really want to say where i applied but my cousin works works there and um she was like oh you know you can promote like you can kind of talk about like your podcast and stuff that you've been doing i'm like i didn't put that on my resume like i just i don't know like it just started being X against me almost like I'll, I'll talk about it like after or whatever, but I don't really want to open up with that and just give them a reason to be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I find it, I always, I struggle with that too. Cause like, it's like such a great, it's such a positive thing that I find it hard that someone could make that an X. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's the reality of it. And that's what we're trying to change. Yeah. 
and on the flip side, you know, by not putting it on or not talking about it, really you could have missed out because you might have connected with that person that's looking to hire you that's like can really relate or has a family member or is like, you know, holy shit, this is good. So go both ways, really. So mm-hmm. I guess it's just best to put it out there and be you. Yeah. You're pretty great. You're amazing, dude. I also got a tattoo this week. It's a two. Yes, I saw that look sick. Yeah, it's in Missouri for a couple hours. Um, four hours, four and a half hours, three hours. Plus or minus a couple hours, who knows. Um, yeah, I've been getting a lot of tattoos lately, lately which brings me to the point. Uh, are tattoos addicted? Yeah, they say they are. They say they are. Uh, I mean, I don't really, I don't find that they are, but. I don't, yeah, I don't get any type of thrill from getting them. I like how they look. Yeah, I like how they look. I don't, yeah, I don't feel any kind of like rush or high from them. No. I don't finish one immediately want to do another one. I mean, now on my last trip, I went away for a week. I got two, but like. That was just kind of circumstance of going out west to see you, and then my nephew did one in Toronto. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I think there are definitely probably some people that have that addiction, though. Like, like the pain or something, but I don't don't understand that. Yeah, I don't really. It's funny because Jared said that he like really enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah. Last time I got mine, I was like, I'm like, I don't know. Like sometimes it's not bad at all, but other times it's it's not great. Oh. Did you get my foot done? Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was going over my, uh, like, touching up my lower part of my leg. Yeah. And she's like, we're just going to put on some white here. I'm like, ugh. Like, no thanks. I just want a leg sleeve. Yeah. Other than that, Dave, that's pretty much all my week had. Hit the gym, doing my thing, and oh, also, I finished this amazing book. Yes, how was it? It's by our good friend, Bo Payne. It's called Pain to Purpose. It's available on Amazon. Um, It's really good, man. Uh, Bo's a great dude, and I don't know, he he does a great job with the book. Yeah, I got it. I said this last time or when we were talking about it. I haven't, I haven't even opened mine. I gotta, I gotta get into mine. So, and um, one thing we're working on is uh, say promoting our good recovery reads on our Instagram page. So, in our highlights, check out our good reads. Got four yeah. of them right here by four amazing guests. Absolutely, they're good. Mark's done some work on our Instagram page on the homepage or landing page whatever the heck you call it let us know looks, what you think. looks real good it's all I of our think, interviews i figured we had to spice it up a bit for all the traffic i'm going to bring in from the interview oh Just you have all sorts of yeah oh yeah of course east coasters coming in there talking slang yeah 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 i might maybe i'll turn on my newfoundland accent a bit when i'm when i'm on there oh yeah i'm listening we gotta we gotta i gotta get the station like See if I can get it online or something. Okay. So that post it. 
see if they can send you a copy of it or whatever. Oh, that'd be awesome. Probably can, I'd imagine. I don't know. Yeah. So, Dave, Mark, how was your week, was your week man? Uh, week's week's been pretty good, man. Um, pretty solid, consistent at the work at the workouts. I uh, took an off day today, so I didn't I didn't do any lifts. But um, man, I think since I got back from Alberta, like, well, we worked out pretty well almost every day when I was there. <clears throat> but um, uh, since I've been back, I've worked out every day, so it's been nice, good routine. Yeah, so that uh, oh, on that front, it's been on that front, it's been good. Uh, a couple practices this week. Weekend, I was alone. Parents were down in Toronto, so I was like. Wednesday to Monday at the cottage by myself. It was really nice, actually. Uh, a lot of alone time, just hanging out, just working on me, you know? So I was, like, doing two-a-days for workouts, saunas, watched some sports. Sunday I watched football a lot. Mm-hmm. It was good, man. It was relaxing. Nice. Not that I've, not that I've been needing to like get away or anything because my life's been pretty relaxing overall, but it was good. Uh, Monday I did have a half a day where I was, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just kind of got in a down, down on myself, down mood for the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really sure why, but um, just kind of got into a little bit of feeling sorry for myself and all that. And I thought back to like, I think of like, you know, I know people have it worse off than I do or situations, living situations, whatever. But I do think about what, you know, what you had said that one time where it's like growing up and talking about, you know, be thankful because people have it so much worse, but, you know, it's still okay to like have your feelings, how your feelings be on how you feel be justified. So that actually kind of put me in a good place because I was like, kind of like beat myself up about it and, and then i'm like you know what like my feelings are you know worthwhile and justifiable and um but i just realized you know what it's good man life's good so i had a little nap and a lot of times that won't really shake it usually it's like i gotta shut it down for the night yeah a little nap in the afternoon and uh i, I felt better so mm-hmm. it's a win right there yeah, I like, I don't know, man, I like grew up, growing up with that, it's always kind of a thing where it's like, don't, don't complain, like it could obviously be worse type thing. And I think that's, I think you're not the only one. I think that's a very common thing, especially like in a, you know, anywhere from middle class to high class. I think a lot of parents will probably use that as a, as a thing to say, right? But and for the most part, you think like that's, a, it's not a, you're not trying to be malicious or like. No, there's no ill intent with it. Exactly. And it's, it's trying, it's, like, it's it's almost like it's trying to teach gratitude, but yeah. in, maybe not in the wrong, right way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if something's bothering you, I think you should be able to process it and, you know, kind of have those feelings, but you shouldn't just dismiss the feelings based on someone having something worse. Yeah, sense? totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's an ex- I think that's a, such a good point, um, and such a good point on just other things too. Where 
certain things you say or how you handle situations as a parent or as a friend or whatever that, you know, just because you've always said something one way and you think it means it's within good intentions, you know, sometimes it doesn't land that way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cause even when I rewatch that, like, um, like I've, I've watched my episode and I hear that part and I'm just like, you know, I know what they meant by it, but I yeah. also know that, you know, and it could, it could be on me as well, where I, I took it the wrong way where it's like, okay, I shouldn't have these feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've been watching the show uh, Limitless with Rebecca. Okay. And is, it, is it like the movie Limitless? No, no, no. Same name. But uh, it's with um, Chris Hemsworth. He does a bunch of weird shit in it. And um, maybe not weird, but just test his limits, if you will. Um, so the episode I was watching... He does a four-day fast. Okay. And uh, myself and Rebecca were joking. And I was like, I used to do a four-day fast every five days. <laughs> and uh, anyway, that joke, that, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of it watching it. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think, I think, Dave. Yes. I might do a one-day-a-month fast. Do I take the full day off? I'm eating, cleanse the body, see how I feel. And then I'm going to start with one and see if I can do two and see how it makes the body feel. Not doing four. Yeah, I would really suggest, like, when I was doing the fasting, that I got kind of, like, well, uh, like that intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you could, like, I, I, I would suggest probably a couple of days before going to, like, a maybe a 12 hour or 10, like kind of shorten the window yeah. and then, and then do your 24. So it's like, not as like drastic for you. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca was like, let's try four days. I'm like, Are you... no, no. I would, I would do a day where you get to like sleep a lot too. Like maybe Mila's not around, like just, you know, yeah. she's over at the laws for, for a night. You get to like sleep. 10 of those hours away, uh, that would help too. Absolutely, it would. So anyway, that's a new thing I am I think I might experiment with. Stay tuned. See how it goes. Um, maybe I'll I like it. Okay. Well, tomorrow's chest day. <clears throat> yeah, you ain't doing it on chest day. Can't. Yeah. All right, buddy. Any, any topics you want to talk about? Uh... I got a couple. Actually, funny. I just so I, I was telling you, I was watching the show uh, Manifest. Yes. And uh, so I think there's like four seasons. I watched like two seasons, like maybe a year ago. Um, it's on Netflix. So I started picking up watching season three into season four now. Then there's a character on it who had some addiction issues. There's a lot of like a lot of weird stuff that happens in that show too, but um, had some addictions issues when he was younger and uh now he can like read minds what do you call it like you can feel like you hold your hand you can feel what you're feeling and process it and so now he's working with um it looks like a like a recovery center or something like that and he like holds a person's hand and gets them to like open up and 
anyways, it was just it was just in that last episode I watched, and I was kind of like, oh, what? I'm gonna give that show a watch. Yeah, the start of it I thought it was cool. Like the whole concept, I, I kind of like. Some people I think fall like I don't know. Maybe it loses its luster when it's kind of same sort of shit happening all the time. But I don't know. I like it. I don't watch a ton of TV, so I watch. I used to. Now I got a lot of super simple on the TV. A lot of beige yeah. shows. Nice. Needless seven months and runs the roost. Anyway. Yeah, she does. Do you have any topics? Um, we did have, well, we do, we do have to talk about Cass, Cassie. Yeah, ooh, yeah, Cassie. Cassie Pyers. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah. Yeah, she was nice. Um, would you, do you have any uh, initial thoughts? Um, initial thoughts? She's awesome. Uh, she also has that sober energy that we love talking about. Another case where, uh, you know, like certain work environments really, really pour fuel on the fire of addiction. You know, yeah. it's acceptable to have a drink and go out for yeah. drinks. Yeah, have drinks in the workplace, at work, probably a lot, you know. Yeah, very um, Mad Men-esque. I did find it funny. Like, it really resonated with me, and I, I think I asked her. I think I might have cut this part out because I kind of rambled and I didn't really ask properly. But when she was kind of giving – I asked for, like, advice for someone that's maybe young going into that industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that th- thinks they have an issue, but I didn't even mean, like, has an issue. I meant more, like – just be careful, like just being careful not to fall into that progression, you know? Um, and one thing she said when she talked about the moderating and it just kind of hit me because I, I don't know how many times like going out, I'd be like, okay, I got to moderate, got to pace myself, you know, <laughs> and it just like never happened. So like, if you're actually having to think all the time, like, okay, I just got to pace and take it easy here like itching to like finish like oh i finished that pretty quick i better not go get another one for a bit because no one else is finished and yeah that would happen to me too like i would drink so i can't i've never been able to pace myself man oh that's one of the reasons why i went to tall boys because like like, bottles of beer like i just finish a beer in like five seconds it's ridiculous but and then uh she did have some uh some thoughts on uh on some seasonal tips for around Christmas time too. So check that out towards the end of the interview. Uh, did you have any, you want to add to that when we're on the topic or maybe next episode? Nope, nothing on it. Um, I think she did an amazing job. Um, Was I freezing there? No, I, I just, I froze. I froze up here. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. I was just like, what? Fucking say something, man. Um, yeah, man, I think I think she's great. And very nice person. Glad we connected with her. And yeah. very thankful she came on and shared her story. Absolutely. I liked when she did her Boston accent. Yeah, her dad's, what she say, her dad used to say, like, don't get too hammered. Yeah, yeah, that was good. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah that was really good. But that's all I got, man. I'm def I think I'm defeated today. I did want to bring up one thing too. So yes. I want to talk about it quickly. So we're coming up to our hundredth episode. We talked about that. Um and after that we're looking at one zero zero. We're looking at maybe um getting away from some of the guest interviews for a little bit and, and maybe doing some um having some people come in and talk on different recovery tools, let's say. Yep, that are helpful in your recovery. And I am stoked to do this. Yes. So do you want to do you want to mention a couple because what I'm thinking is it'd be nice to get some like wouldn't mind getting some viewer feedback if someone could people want to make some write some comments about some some different interests maybe that uh aren't maybe as mainstream that we might not think about. You know, we're talking we're talking like for example, having uh someone come on and talk about the benefits of yoga for mental health and in your recovery. Let's just say that's a pretty obvious common one, but if anyone has any, you know, suggestions or out there ones, we will reach out to professionals and get them to come on here. Yeah. Like we knew a guy that used to uh, use nunchucks. Let's just say it was pastime. Yeah, we did. Very hey, good. we could have someone talk about that. I don't mind. No, but seriously, yeah. If someone had something that maybe we're not, uh, some little, you know, we might not think about that yeah. has been found useful. You let us know. Yeah. We're talking yoga. We're talking meditation. We're talking breath work. Breath work. Yes. I love that one. Big breath work guy. Yeah. Should I say Tai Chi? Oh, Tai Chi. See, that's one that people might not think about. That's, that's, that's one, that's, that's one we're talking right there. Like, you know, not as common maybe for younger demographic or one you necessarily go to, I think necessarily, but I think it can be very beneficial. So anyway. And the episode's going to explain why, so you should check it out. Yeah. And that's, that's what you can expect in our, uh, we've realized we've had a very long season one as uh he just banged out 100 straight episodes so um you know we are going to continue shooting the sober shit uh, yes it's very beneficial for our recovery um yeah take a, take a bit of a break from the interviews for let everyone let everyone catch up on the interviews first and foremost yeah absolutely because you boys have been pumping them out yeah and then we're going to bring you some very valuable resources for your recovery or a loved one's recovery. Like Mark said, a hundred episodes, we've almost gone for a year straight of one guest episode a week. So figure time for season one to uh, wrap up. Yeah. And we cannot wait to continue to bring you more content for season two. Yes, sir. Thank you guys. Oh. We love you. Will season two be as long? Season two will not be a hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, like ten, maybe. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, I like so, it. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please reach out and ask for help. 
Thank you very much for listening. And we're out. Thank you.